Dr. Jonas from Treble Tuning Music. I'm a veteran music teacher and I'd like to share some ideas around creating sub buckets for sub days when we have a substitute and maybe we haven't planned it and but we need to be planning for those activities in those days that you're gonna, you're gonna be out sick. Imagine the scenario, you've, you're an elementary music teacher, you woke up sick, you know that panic that sets in when you're not quite sure if you have everything together. And unless you plan for this disaster, you're going to really feel uncomfortable the whole day. So I recommend let's put some materials together and be ready for a sub day. I've got lots of ideas, tools, and recommendations. First of all, plan when you're feeling good. Don't wait till you're sick and then have to do a panic on those days. Try to find a little bit of time that you can create some plans. Then we're going to organize the plans and teach the children how to use them so that and a substitute teacher and then you'll be ready to go. Substitute might never have taught music and it might be an administrator, it might be a colleague, it might be somebody else that's going to teach your class for the day. So that sounds familiar, doesn't it? There's a lot of up in the air sometimes with teaching. One of the things to success for sub days is making sure that your schedule, your daily schedule, your weekly schedule is clearly visible in the room. I like to have a big giant chart on there. Things don't have to be beautiful. They just have to be functional. Make sure that it's visible to the students. It's visible to your substitute and leadership in your classroom will always be willing to help some of the substitutes as well, especially if you train them. And we'll be talking about that too. Remember to provide clear instructions for your substitutes and students and emphasize that it's an active participation and we expect everybody to participate and make the sub-bucket activities that we're going to put together enjoyable and age-appropriate. Create a reusable digital sub-plan that you can easily change at any given moment. You can even have them in a file that has your schedule, what your expectations are, what are all the expectations in your classroom, what your officers in your classroom are supposed to do, and then make sure that that sub-plan is highly visible. Sometimes I don't know how many times I've seen online that people can't find sub plans. You put the sub, you know, put the sub plan in the central area on your desk. Uh, give one to your class, your school secretary. Give one to a colleague if you have you're sharing a hallway or something. And you know, it sounds like overkill to give everybody a sub plans, but problems always are arising from not being able to find sub plans. My last sub uh, was a digital goddess, and so I was able to just send my plan to her. She would bring in her computer. Not everybody is able to bring in a computer, and most schools don't have an extra one in the office to loan a substitute. So those, those are a couple of the horror stories. You don't have to participate in that. You can be ready and have your substitute materials ready. Really important is to re is recognize that change is hard for students. So a stranger comes in the room and expects to take over and they change the schedule routines. And if you can encourage your, your sub to just follow the routine, the kids will be more, more comfortable as well. And incorporate your students in the process of helping the uh, substitute teach your students what activities, learning choices, and systems are going to be available for a sub day. And by making this part of your regular class routine of what do we do if there's a sub and involving the students, there's going to be a lot less confusion. Another thing I like to think about is practice for success. 
practice sub-day activities on a regular basis. So I will incorporate a lot of my manipulatives into lessons, and that can also be in a sub-bucket that students can pick up and integrate because it's on those lesson plans. I like to have student leaders uh, train the student leadership at each class how to help the substitute and teach the student leadership where the sub-materials are and how to go get them. I like to have officers all the way up from second to fifth grade, late uh, first grade, then I'll start to teach them how to be uh, officers. First grade's a little bit young, but late in the first grade school year, they can get that. Review the expectations of the activities and teach that to your leadership, practice it in the classroom. So it's not something brand new when a substitute is all of a sudden there for you. Set high expectations, reward great behavior, and give your substitute the tools to give those awards out. Let your, let your kids know that you're going to be looking for a positive behavior and participation report from the substitute for the whole class. And then also for individuals, you'll ask your substitute, be sure you put some names down of individuals who really were a good help. And then practice rewards. You're going to have to decide what are the rewards. Is it going to be playing instruments? Is it going to be free recess time? Is it going to be a movie? And that's something else we can talk about as well. Built in whole class rewards for excellent subday reports. You're going to need to practice that. It all of a sudden can't come out of the out of the woodwork and say, hey, we're going to do this, but you're going to practice what it looks like on a subday. Decide ahead of time what the for with each class, even if that's necessary, what are going to be the rewards. One idea would be a free music time with instruments. Be sure that you have taught how to play those instruments and decided which instruments are going to be available for free music time. Set the volume levels ahead of time. Always teach how to retrieve the instruments and then put them away. I have a teacher tip for you. Try to keep student instruments available and organized for use by students. Maybe label the instrument zones. You might have a percussion zone. You might have a woodwind zone. You might have a um, guitar zone or a ukulele zone where they can pick up the instruments easily and they can return them. That's also going to reinforce music vocabulary. Another possible whole class reward would be free music in music class or part of the class. So you come back and you get a, a great report from the substitute and you, the kids know that they've earned that because they did a great job. Now you're going to want to have a little bit of a, uh, um, you could have a movie time. You're going to want to be sure that you pre-screen all movies and some schools won't allow you to saw to show videos if yours does that's great it, there are lots of musical videos that are pertinent to the concepts that you're already learning so that's also something and if it's a, a fun movie like uh, uh, Monsters Inc I like to show my first and second graders it must be G in the classrooms so make sure you're checking on that and then also mark how far your students, each class gets in that movie. So let's say you have the whole day, everybody's done a great job. You're gonna show 10, 15 minutes of a movie. <clears throat> mark where the movie ends and put that on a little paper by your desk. Also, you can always choose a student to remember that. It's amazing what students can remember if given that opportunity. And then it could be a movie that's continuing from each sub day throughout the year that you want to finish that movie. Another reward I like to use is extra recess. Kids always want more recess and it's always a thrill for them to get a little bit of recess 
during music time. Um, I find that just about 10 minutes at the end of the class is enough. We don't want them out there for a whole class period, but they're going, they've earned it. So we're going to get through our materials real quick so we can go out and take advantage of that uh, free music time that they've earned. Also, check with your classroom teachers. What kind of uh, system did they use to call the students? Is it a whistle? Is it two bell ring? Is it two whistle, two toots, three? All that kind of thing. Every teacher can sometimes be different. All right, we've got some ideas, we've got some rewards, we want to be able to have materials ready for the substitutes. And what I like to do is put together um, um, substitute buckets. I call them sub-bucket activities. I label them, I put file folders in each one. You'll see some pictures right here. And I like to organize it K1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So I have three different buckets. You could also use one bucket and have it divided up into different sections for that. If you already have flashcards in your room and you're doing note me flashcards, that could be the activity that you would put in that sub-bucket. You don't have to recreate everything. It's really important, here's another teacher tip, that you have detailed instructions in each of those folders. Your student leadership will appreciate that. You go over that with your leadership. And then also that would be something that the substitute is clear about what the expectations are and what the leadership is supposed to do. If you don't have leadership and you want to read those directions or have your substitute read those, you put that in the uh, sub plans as well. It's important to have grade level uh, ideas uh, for the sub bucket. That's going to make everybody more comfortable. And if they've already practiced them in your classroom, they're going to look forward to being able to do that as a game or as a uh, prize, as a reward. Here's some ideas and you can click um, on my on my down below in the description some of the materials that I have available teachers pay teachers and Etsy so don't forget to go down there and look at the things that I put there in the list for you you can also go to my blog that's another link for where to get all some of these activities we're going to be talking about so for K1 I like to use popsicle sticks and do rhythms I like to do kodai rhythms ta ta ti ti ta ta oh most of you are familiar with that at the elementary I like to make little baggies and then put popsicle sticks in there and then I we will practice doing those rhythms I might speak that rhythm I might play that rhythm and then I would have them write it on a whiteboard or a laminated staff, all of those things they just love to do. I have a bucket of dry erase markers, and I also have a bucket full of the staff, and I also have a class set of whiteboards. So any of those work really, really well. Something else I like to do are high and low notes. So I would also do that as well with Scrabble pieces, with markers on the music staff. K1s are very good and, and love to challenge themselves to find all the lines. Is it a line or a space? And using the line and space with Scrabble and white, white, uh, white notes, uh, excuse me, line and space. So, and then you can draw them on the staff and then make them, you know, show me is it a line note, is it a space note. So that's another activity that's fun to do as a whole group on a sub day. Another one of the activities I'd like to do are loud and soft forte piano flashcards. And one of the things is you can create a set of those, mainly uh, forte piano and 
pianissimo, or they really like that in the kindergarten, first grade, and they love doing those exercises. And another thing that's fun to do is to add that to a buzzer game. So you can get two buzzers and they have to ring the buzzer. The first person that rings the buzzer then answers it. If they get it, they stay, the other person goes back. And then sometimes if you don't have buzzers, once in a while my buzzers have not worked, I'll get like a triangle or a cowbell and then they have to ring that first. And to make it a little bit more challenging, maybe they have to sit further back in the classroom, run, pick up the, hit the buzzer after they run a little bit through the classroom. You gotta be careful. They don't, we don't want them to go crazy for sure. I have lots of other ideas under my, uh, in my blog with some other activities for kinders and first. Let's move on to second and third. They really like to also review high and low with Scrabble pieces and or do notation bingo where they're putting a marker on a whole note or a half note or a quarter note, rhythm bingo. Uh, I, I'm going to back up notation. We would do this. We would put the markers on a line or a space and would it be a G line? Would it be an A space? And then rhythm bingo, we would go ahead and just put on the, on the, uh, on the bingo card. Would it be a quarter note or an eighth note and so on and so forth. They really like that. And then we're going to talk about the rules. And then if it's second or third grade and you've got them divided up into groups, that could the group that wins could then come up and be the caller. Substitute could be the first caller and then a group takes over. Or you could have your leadership from your class, even second grade, third grade. They do great with having leaders in the classroom. You can check on my, my, my website also at TroubleTree.com where I have some other resources. I have a resource for how to establish leadership and officers in the music classroom. Fourth and fifth grade are game for anything. Note name flashcards they love. Note value flashcards as an eighth note, as a dot a quarter. And then I also have an activity called Bowling for Dollars where I've taken some um, uh, Dollar Tree uh, bowl, uh, bowling pins, put a rhythm on it, and I have some rhythm sheets. And then once they add up all the rhythms, they take turns bowling, might have two teams, and then one team gets to 10, another gets to eight. The team that gets to 10 gets to go again next. So it's any of those activities where they have to add the values up of the notes on the bowling pin is reinforcing learning about the notation and how many beats does each note get. I think they really like that one as well. Another thing you can have in your buckets for fourth and fifth grade is music vocabulary word searches. We're always trying to get that music vocabulary ingrained into the older kids. You could also do, uh, again, notation bingo. You could also do music vocabulary completion writing. So any of those activities. And of course, they always like to color music, music uh, coloring sheets as well. If you're teaching recorder or piano, another thing that you can do is recorder note names. You could practice fingering. You could have games as you know, who gets the one the first. And I also have some recorder flashcards. Yeah, and I'll put a link here, uh, a link down in the description for that as well. I've given you some ideas. I have a ton more. Just a reminder, you want to make sure that all of these activities are something you're already doing in your music classroom. You don't want to all of a sudden have something they've never done in your sub bucket. That's going to create 
more worry, anxiety. If we say we're going to get out the music instrument bingo cards and then they've already done it before, they know what the drill is. Our leadership in the class is organizing that and the substitute really can just stand back and watch that and take names that are doing a really good job and make sure that the you know, that you're, that she's that person is leaving those names for the teacher. So be thinking about that. On my blog, I have quite a few more challenging, by that I mean more time to put together activities. But if you want something more challenging, it's also included on my blog, things such as uh, K-1 doing a musical animal walk around the room or uh, assigning uh, certain instruments and sounds to a story. You could also do a musical freeze dance, echo clapping. For grade two through three, you could do musical charades. Students could act out a musical term, symbols or concepts. This would all need a little bit more instruction. And I also would spend more time with that before ever introducing that. Uh, you could write a sound story with the second through fifth using certain musical clips, putting those together. Third and fourth grade, you could talk about musical timelines and discuss the dis different historical um, aspects of each of the his historical musical term, musical periods. You could um, decide how you want to analyze a song. You could choose a song with lyrics and decide, well, what kind of things would we like in our music to match these words? So you can get, go as deep as you want to, as complex or easy as you want to. Just make sure that you've done the work beforehand. All right, there you've got a ton of ideas. I hope you found some of them possible. But now let's put it together. The logistics of getting it done. I recommend just choosing two to three activ activities to include in each of your sub-day buckets if you're dividing in K1 or 2. You can even just start with one so that it doesn't feel too overwhelming. Make sure your leadership knows where the buckets are, where to put them back. Uh, keep it simple and practice each of the activities as part of your lesson plan. And then review every once in a while those activities. You might be at the end of a period. Maybe you've gone through everything, but you have 10, 15 minutes and you want to go ahead and, and pull one of those activities. And it'd be right there and ready to practice. Remember to adapt these activities to suit the needs and the abilities of all of your students. And each level can be stored in a separate sub-bucket, as I recommend it, I, that I like to do. Or you can put them all, all in one and have one-stop shopping. Well, I'd love to hear if any of these activities have worked for you. And I hope this is something that you can do. I really encourage you making sure that you include something in every week's lesson plan that could possibly default, if you needed to, a sub-bucket activity. If it's in your lesson plan, you're looking at it, you know, I know I could do that because that's going to complement what I'm teaching. So have a great teaching time, and I hope some of these ideas have helped you.